Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. Here are your hosts, Harry and Ben. Welcome to another episode of the Third Thursday Podcast. Ben, I am so happy for you to be joining us again. I'm excited to join you in this project of the Rocky Mountain District and Christian Missionary Alliance as we try to serve our youth. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Great uh, great to be here. Thanks, Harry, and uh, excited for this conversation today. Yeah, so um, we end every podcast with three questions, right? Um, how does this, meaning this uh, topic, affect right. you and your leaders, affect your right. students, and also how is God being honored in what you're doing? And so I'm just curious, what, what's been going on in your life that we could maybe ask those questions about? Sure, absolutely. Uh, this last week, I took a student out to lunch. He's he's in eighth grade. He's at a, mm. a, a, a charter, public charter school. And he's t- shared with me a little bit about desiring to go into ministry. And we were just talking about uh, school life. And, and this young man just presents, he just shares with me uh, all the difficulties that he's seeing in his peers at his school, uh, anxiety, depression, um, just people not living for the Lord. Uh, other people that, uh, students that go to the uh, school that go to church but aren't really living it out on campus and things and uh and i and i just started talking with him and i said you know you just presented me with you're you're presenting me with a problem here's here's this here's this issue that you're having and and what can you do yeah to uh what what can you do to remedy that yeah and we just i I just pitched to him i said what if you just started like a bible study at lunch Mm. And he looked at me like side-eyed, like that would be a very, very difficult thing to do. I get it. That's hard. Yeah. But that's taking a leap of faith. And we just started talking about ideas and things that 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 he could do on campus. And and the 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 end of it was essentially, hey, you're presenting me with concerns that you have for for people that you care about, who need to know the Lord, who need to be transformed by 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 the Lord. And, and all it takes is one person mm. and it could be you and it could be you. And I'm not forcing you to do it. I'm just encouraging you to go to the Lord, pray about it. And what can you do? Maybe it's not start a Bible study. Maybe it's doing something, just mm-hmm. getting people together and, have, and praying or whatever and, yeah. and praying for your school. But, but uh, that was cool uh, just to see kind of a, a young man's like the light like turn on and go, oh, I could do something. Yeah, and, right. Uh, to take a step of faith. So that was uh, a pretty cool moment this last week. And, and I just wanted to sit down and talk to him about going into ministry because he's thought about that. And then mm. we got into this long conversation and it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of my favorite moments in ministry. Yeah. Where you go in with kind of a thought of what the conversation's going to be. And God right. just, he just takes it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, all right, let's go. Let's let's yeah. hang on to this thing and see where it goes, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was telling him, I was like, hey, listen, if you started a started a Bible study, like we mm. could bring you pizza, we could bring you donuts, we could do something to help 
you know, create an environment and a space yeah. where people would like be willing to come and, and, and enjoy. And, and you don't have to know everything. You can just start asking people, let's talk about Jesus. People are still talking about this guy, Jesus. Yeah. There's something about him. He, he needs to be investigated. And, uh, and I go, you know, if you started doing this and you wanted help and you needed like pizza or food or, or anything that you thought would yep. be helpful, we go to go to the church and say, hey, the students want to do this on the campus. And and I guarantee you, people would come out and say, I'll support that. And yeah. his he was like, really? That would happen? Go, of course they yeah. would. They, you know, you're, you're out there. You're 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 trying. You're you're evangelizing. Essentially, you're getting out yep. there. You're sharing. And that's that's an opportunity, and just for young people to realize, for a young man to see that he can make a difference, and yeah. that other people would support him in that, other believers. That was cool to see that uh, light go off. Well, right, and and for your leaders, right, seeing a student getting excited, but not just yeah. excited, but wanting to to do something about it. Right. has a phenomenal effect on all of your leaders because they yes. have all their own stresses going on in their life. And exactly. there's times where you, you're working with youth, you're ministering, you're serving, and you don't always see the movement yes. or the excitement, passion that you yes. that you hope for. Right. And so what an encouragement for your leaders to be able to see that too. Absolutely. absolutely. I think uh, a ministry leader once told me, he said, a mission or a vision statement of theirs mm-hmm. was, Every student with a shepherd, that would be your leaders, and yeah. every student is a shepherd. Amen. And that kind of becomes kind of a, a looping effect yep. where where your students can become shepherds and leaders, and they and they model yes. that, they lead that, and then your leaders see it and go, "Wow, these young people are doing that," and 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 they're both pouring into one another. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, young people can affect your your leaders in a amen in a cool way well and yeah yeah. the parents too (laughs) the parents too around you seeing a student stepping up wanting to do that the students watching one of their peers really on fire only only helps to further this this uh passion that you strive for in everyone right um but people have to make that choice for themselves but seeing a peer i tell our students all the time um especially some of the the older ones ones that are more in that leadership sphere right of you know i can say a lot of things but when you say it yep don't don't get it twisted like your your impact is so much greater than than mine very Absolutely. often when it comes to when you share something or you or you say i'm i'm on fire for this and i want to go right of your peers will listen to you far more often than they will listen to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. They will. And, and, and empowering your students to know that that's the reality is really, really key. And, and through all of that, then your leaders are being impacted by, are impacting students. Students are impacting leaders. You have that. And then through that all, I mean, kingdom work is, is going out and, and God will move through all of it. It's yeah. pretty cool. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I appreciate you yeah. sharing that, Ben. Um, yeah. Each each episode, we want to take just a moment to share something, right, that's been going on in our lives and try to answer those three questions. How does this affect myself and my leaders? How does this affect my students? And how yeah. is God being honored through that? And so I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, we look forward to doing more of that in the episodes to come. Um, our topic, it's kind Let's of a, it. it's a, it's a three-part 
um, to it. Really, it's it's seeking to answer the question of what is the point of core values and how do we establish core values and then how do we carry on core values, right? So yeah. discovering the core values of your ministry is a conversation I don't necessarily hear super often, yet sure. I think is one of the most important questions to ask any ministry. We're not just talking youth ministry, though obviously this is the context in which we're we're talking about it today. But just in general, when we talk about even your own family unit, unit, um, yep. not just at the church, what are your core values? How do you discover your core values, establish them, and carry them on? So the first part today really is looking at why are they essential, right? And as we talked and prepped for this, you you shared this idea of focusing just simply on the core word and yeah. the value word. What do those right. mean? And um, I thought that was so, so helpful. Yeah, I mean, we're asking this question, discovering your core values. And the first yeah. question to ask is, why are they essential? Why, yeah. why would you even need that? I'm, I'm, I'm working at a church. I'm serving at a church. I'm volunteering as a, as a youth leader, director, pastor, etc. What, why, why does this matter? And, and the answer is just in those words, core values, yeah. core, just to the core of the being, the radical center of it, the radical yes. center of your youth group. What is the purpose of your youth group? And then, and then that central thing, uh, uh, it, it, what worth and it has value and worth. What are you giving value and worth? And right. and what are the core things that are going to make people in your youth group and outside your youth group know who you are as a yes. group and as individuals? And that's really vital. Yep. To know and and to have that 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 those worthy core values, those things to be in alignment uh, and 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 to be something that that people can see automatically. I mean, they just see it in the way in which yeah. your group functions. Yep. So it's 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 important. Well, when you talk about, I think uh, uh, an apple, right? What's at the core of an apple? Seeds. Yeah. yeah. And what are yeah. those seeds? That's that's the potential life. That's right. coming from this one piece of fruit that now can become a lot of fruit, right? right. And so right. what is at your core is essential. Why? Because it is the potential for yes. a great harvest to come, yes. right? This this insane amount of fruit that can come from just this one seed, this one thing at the core can produce something so much greater than than just that one ministry, if we're going to put it in that context, you know, yeah. as well. Yeah. When we talk about core values, looking at your ministry core values, this one value in this one ministry, yeah. when it when it is, you know, ordained by God and God's working in it, and he's the one that's empowering it to continue to grow and flourish, endless possibilities that are far beyond the potential of just myself or just my team. And yeah. that's what that's what pumps me up. Well, I mean, listen, that, that, that Apple illustration, that mm -hmm. will preach and, uh, sermon idea. No, I mean, it's just a nice little illustration. I like yeah, it. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it speaks about it. So how do we go about establishing those core, yeah. core values? What, what yeah. do we, what do we do to, to create those, to make those happen? So, yeah, when I talk about why they're essential, right, is this idea of, providing direction, um, right. The, the importance of where you're going as, right. as, as a leader. Um, 
I think we can also, get lost in what though, we're trying to do. Also, not just where you're leading, but where you don't want to go. Well, too, right? That, exactly, right? right? Yeah. The fork, if you will, analogy. Yeah. There's there's constantly forks in the road that you have to choose this way or that way, right? right. So it provides direction. Um, when I think about it, I think about Romans 5, 8. Um, and I'll skip back even to Romans 5, 6. When we right. were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now... Most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who's especially good. But God showed his great love, value, okay, for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Yeah. Right? And in that that scripture, I see value at the core of who Jesus is, which is that he values you and I. He inva- he values the people listening to this podcast, and he wants relationship. And so because of that value at his core, love mm-hmm. for his creation, right? Mm-hmm. He stepped out into action and provided us a way to have that relationship yeah. with him. And to me, there's no greater example, you know? Prove me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> no, let's no. not get into that. Let's not get into that. But yeah, no. you know, like I want to walk in those footsteps. I want to understand yeah. what is good to value. What do we value? And then I want that to turn into action. And so when I see that, there's great direction that's provided when we understand what is being valued. I dig it. I love it. So I love it. Yeah, it, it, you're you're just centering on uh the gospel there and that's yeah that's important that's so yep. so good that's so so good yeah so so um so i'm sorry you, no you're good you're good you mentioned it once already and that's yeah. where, where i wanted to go next is this idea of core values don't only provide direction right but they also help us say yes and no Right. I think I think again when if someone talks about this I hear a lot about where we want to go that's the the mission and vision that gets thrown out there goals right. and objectives and all that right. kind of stuff right and right. so those are all good for me uh, my experience is mission and vision is good I start at the value because right. the mission and vision will flow from that value exactly and will help us say that's exactly no right. to things and right. Ben, we're not supposed to say no, are we? <laughs> no, we can say no. Yeah, we, we should can, say no. We, we, we have, have to, to say, say no. no. Yeah. yeah. If you don't, if you're not saying no, sometimes you're probably, you know, you're saying yes to the wrong things. Yeah. Well, right. And we can't <laughs> say yes to everything. You and I are finite. We're finite. Our ministry, yeah. um, as it depends on us and our resources, right. is finite. Right. Our ministry, yeah. as it depends on Jesus, is limitless. Right. Yes. Um, yes. But you and I have Absolutely. we we have a limit as it as it depends on ourselves. So I love that point um, of it helps us say no to the right things. And I have found myself at times wanting to say no to something, feeling like it was right to say no, but I didn't have the core values well right. articulated to be able right. to give sound reasoning of why we would say no to this opportunity and say yes to this one, right? And so it can provide at times, and this is just kind of that practical ministry side of things, leading a ministry, it can provide um, protection 
for the direction of your ministry when you have these better articulated? When someone says, well, why aren't we going and doing a missions trip in Guadalajara, you know, or why aren't we doing a missions trip in Billings, Montana? And you can say, you know, that's a great, great idea. Let's look at how that pertains to where God's taking us. And then you can bring them to your core values and you can talk about, you know, does this fit into where God is leading us? And maybe it does. And then you can get excited with that person to start brainstorming and dreaming. Or maybe you're like, I don't see how this connects. Maybe you can help me see how it connects. And now you begin this dialogue with this person in your church where instead of it being this feeling of opposition or conflict, it actually becomes this really unified voice in, we want to go where God's taking us. How does this help us go there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you go to Romans 5 and uh, I mean, the gospel's there and uh, uh, Christ is the center of that. So I think when we're, when we're talking about establishing core values, our, our starting point is in God's word, it's it's Christ as a center. It's not me centric or other people centered. It's focused on on the Lord and through through God's word. So I mean, for me, I I use uh, Ephesians uh, Ephesians chapter four mm. and 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 Christ is in there. It's uh, at verse fifteen. It says, "Rather speaking the truth in love." We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, that is Christ, for whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it Mm. is equipped when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And, and, And I have that. That scripture that that's an anchoring scripture of our mm. core values with uh, uh, the Great Commission out of Matthew twenty eight and the greatest commandment and yeah. you and you and you condense all those things and filter it through the gospel. Which, I mean Romans five eight speaks yeah. to that of our need uh, of of our weakness and of all humanity's error yes. and need for for Christ and then Christ comes in. Uh, uh, because we can't save ourselves, and out of yeah. all of that, all of that pushes through, and you get these these core values and what they yep. what they mean. So it's all filtered yep. through that, and that's I think that's the way in which you establish it. What are some verses or some pieces of scripture that really speak to you about mm. what it is that you're wanting to see your youth group yeah. be? Yeah. And and what are the what are those what are those core values? What are those central things that are worth who uh, are that that you're going to give worth to for your in your youth group and yep. in your ministry? And there you go. Right. That, that Absolutely. Core values. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, as we talk about why why are core values essential, right? That's yep. that's often that question of well, what's the point of it, right? And we're talking about yep. it providing direction. We're talking about it providing the right opportunities. Um, yep. Also giving you the the ability to say no to different things, yes. to be able to say yes to the to the ones that God is pulling you towards. Um, this last thought point um, yep. that I wanted to bring up was really is one of the most important things, which is it communicates clearly what you're about. Not only not only to your church, which is uh, one part of that that statement, but also to the potential volunteers 
and the potential students that are going to be coming and participating in this ministry, right? Youth ministry is not a youth club, right? It's right. it's called, we are called by God to to teach, train, and disciple the next generation so that they do yeah. what? That they go and and teach, preach, and train up the next generation themselves and continue. You brought it up earlier, this cycle of discipleship. It's It's yeah. a constant cycle. And so if that's what we're doing, when we ask someone to come and be a part of what we're doing, we have to be yeah. able to tell them <laughs> who we are. And right. it shouldn't, right. and in some ways, you you mentioned it uh, off, off air, we shouldn't have to say it necessarily all the time either. They should see it. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, if we, if we're, we are to model it. Yes, yeah, model, model, that's it. the word, yep. You know, we, we, we model the core values and then by modeling it, they see it. I do think, I mean, I've known ministries that have their core values and even maybe mission and vision statements or whatever. And, and at the beginning of youth group, they, they'll, they'll say it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really like bullet point, like we are here for this, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Right. So, I, uh, uh, and I think there's can be value in that as long as it doesn't just become this repetitive yeah. thing, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> no one really knows uh, what they're saying. They're just right. saying it. But, yeah. but you would have to, you would have to continually yeah. go back to those. Yeah. But I also like, I mean, you're talking about your leaders. You want to get a leader to be able to know what your, what your youth group is all about and for them right. to be a part of it. And to buy in. That, like, what's that like elevator pitch mm. to, to a volunteer? Like, I've got, I've got two minutes with this person on a yeah. Sunday with this man yeah. or woman who would be great has the potential of being a great youth leader. Yeah. I got to be able to tell them this is what we're about in, in this minute, in, in a tiny yep. little bit of time. And it's got to be something important and valuable and, and where they'll go, ah, oh, okay. That's something I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, if they're a believer and it's wrapped around the gospel, uh, 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 they're going to want it. They're going to yep. want it just by the virtue that it is the gospel. It's the good news. It's what transforms yep. all of us who are our sons and daughters of the Lord right. to do what we do. Yep. 100%. I found it far more effective when I'm talking to leaders, uh, when I can tell them just what you're saying, when I can tell them who we are. Yeah. It helps them understand what they would be committing to. Yeah. And again, yeah. provides that opportunity to say yes and to mm-hmm. say no. You know, right. as someone listens to that going, you know, I don't necessarily drive with that super well. Um, not to say that anything's bad. You know, no one should have core values that <laughs> turn people <laughs> yeah. off. We're yeah. we're all about loving people. No, sorry, that's not I'm not down with that. You know, but it's like <laughs> yeah. we align with different no one can align with every single mission that that God's doing because we're all unique, different people, right? We're going to align with different things and all be working together. You know, I had this conversation with my lead pastor just recently, the difference between unity and uniformity, right? Unity, unity is the agreed um, um, direction or point in the distance that we're all traveling towards, right? Uniformity is we're all going to walk the same road, but we're all going to end up at a different spot, right? Unity is we might take different paths, but we're all aiming at this one spot in the future. This one spot out here that we're all traveling towards. Uniformity is, no, everyone get on the same road, but no one is unified in 
the destination, right? And so core values helps us establish that, that unified destination. Absolutely. If your core values are good, it won't create conformity. It will create unity in, in the multiple different ways that each person is going to, uh, uh, use their gifts and talents that the Lord has provided to further the spread of the gospel and, and of who God is. I mean, that, that's, that's the way it is. It's we're we're not to be a facsimile, uh, uh, just, uh, 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 all we're all the same. It it can't be that way. I'm glad there's people that aren't like me. Mm. Um, uh, very happy about that. I mean, (laughs) I even think about that, like with, with, with leaders, I want, leaders go oh i'm not i'm a bubbly kind of outgoing guy and i'm and i and i love to be in front of people and they go oh, and i have leaders who go i'm not like that i don't want you to be like that yeah i don't need you to be like that i need you to be to be different so uh yeah that's that that's good i love that i yeah. love that that point so as we wrap this up i want to remind everyone listening right this is a three part conversation um trying to answer or or dis, or uh maneuver through this idea of discovering our core values, right? So part yeah. one that we're doing today, right, is why are they essential, right? Yeah. And so we look forward to connecting with you on episode two and three of this three-part series where we yeah. talk about how do we go about establishing them? And then the third part, how do we keep them established? How do we help them grow and and uh, and expand? And so as we close with this first part, we want to ask you those three questions again. Anyone listening, this is your chance to participate. This is your chance to take it from here and start applying it. But when we talk about why are core values essential, right? How do um, how does figuring out your core values affect your leaders? How does it affect you? Right? If you're we talked about it earlier, if you're trying to, you know, recruit volunteers, knowing your core values, how is that going to help you? Um, and then talking to your students, how does discovering your core values and understanding why they're important, how does that affect your students? Because if you're going to share values with your students, right, you have to be also to tell them why they're important. Yeah. You know, why are they essential? And then obviously we talked about different scriptures, right? But for yourself, the person listening right now, how does discovering your core values and understanding the importance of them, how does that honor God? How does that deepen your relationship with Jesus um, and help take other people deeper in that relationship? And so um, I appreciate your time, Ben. Um, uh, As always, uh, just a joy to join you in this project of the Rocky Mountain District um, and the Christian Missionary Alliance. Uh, We are thankful for those listening to another episode of Third Thursday Podcast. It's our hope to connect, encourage, and equip our youth leaders of today. And we look forward to catching you next time on the Third Thursday Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Third Thursday Podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.